Sponsored by Al McCloskey and Sons Cadillac and Fishing Supply, 1224 West Main Street, open Saturdays till 6 p.m. Do we have a whopper of a deal for you? Come test drive a new Cadillac today. Free bucket of night crawlers with every car we sell. <clears throat> now, here's Aloysius and Infernal Bill, taking your long-distance dedications. And is always loving you. All right. Well, welcome back to Tavern Cast, show number thirty three. This is Aloysius. And this is Infernal Bill. And as always, we love you. Mm-hmm. It was a little Kenny G songbird. Mm-hmm. Perfect music for the fall, for the cold weather, for the fireplace, for holding hands with the one that you love and taking long strolls with the leaves falling. So how you doing, Bill? What's going on this week? Hmm, I'm doing good. Feeling good. Well, you know, Bill, as sad as it is, there's a lot of people in this world that don't have love. Mm. Don't know that feeling. There's no greater gift than love. It's really about love. You know, and that's why we're here, is to just let you all out there know that if you're not experiencing love, if you're... Stuck in a place where love is not there for you. We love you. We do. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you're right about love. I just feel it. So, what are we drinking tonight, Eloy? Well, I've just uncorked a fantastic bottle of Chateau Grand Traverse semi-dry Johannesburg Riesling, Bill. Mm, that 2004 is the vintage. How was that year? Ah, oh, fantastic. This is, uh, this is the kind of wine that reminds me of past love and loves in the past and loves that are no more and loves that I've left behind mm. and all the girls I've loved before. That's deep, man. Those kind of loves. That's, that's deep. That is... Uh... So, here's to love. And to all of you out there listening, we love you and... Yes, we do. We love you. It's amazing how a particular wine can capture all that love with the aroma and the taste so delicate, so supple, yet so tempting. Brings back so many fond memories and you at home can join us as we make some new ones. I'm just feeling kind of bad right now, Bill, because so many of us out there don't have love and... We've got a caller, actually, right now, mm. that is just bereft of all the love in the world oh, man. from 
from his parents, oh. of all things. Oh. Let's let's listen in. Our Sharvenslo caller, are you there? Hey, Taverncast. Hmm. It's been a while since I've called in. Oh yeah. You might know me as Sharven John from Jersey. That's deep, man. And my story is, uh, I finally saved enough money to go get myself an Xbox 360 with Halo 3. Oh, good for you. And I go into the store and I ask them, you guys have any 360s left? And I get told about how I should probably get a PS3 instead, and I get into this 20-minute argument with the guy. I, I can't believe that they tried to get you to get a PS3. That's terrible. What is That's terrible. I don't know if I can even spell that. He's trying to convince me how Xbox 360 sucks. Oh, that's, that's terrible, man. And as I'm calling them out on it, my parents come in, and they were in the car waiting, and they listened to him and not me and got the PS3 instead. Oh. Made me really angry. And so I decided to come share my feelings with you guys. Alright, thanks, Charvenslo. Love, John. Dang, hang in there, man. Yeah, we, that's tough. It's, you know, but it's gonna get better. I think it was King Solomon's ring. Just remember, this too shall pass. Mm, hang in there, brother. Just remember that when all is dark and the world is cold and... You're playing crappy games on a PS3 that suck, and you have no friends, and nothing is working out right, and the love of the world is gone from your very soul. That Bill and I here and Taverncast. We love you. Well, we we do. We love you. We, lo we love we you. We love you, man. Charvenslo, we love you. Mm-hmm. That kind of love is eternal. It's always. It's forever. We're going to dedicate this one to you. Always and Forever by Luther Vandross on Taverncast. Mm-hmm. from the new satellite of love because we love you it's time to drink Stuff your favorite drinking mug. Order up a pint of strong ale and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts, Cromley, Eloysius, Infernal Bill, and Ken Kater. Hey, everybody, welcome to Tavern Cast show number 33. This is Karen Kater. This is Eloy. This is Infernal Bill. And this is Cromley. And we have a special guest here today. Ooh. A Layla. special guest? Welcome, Layla. 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 <laughs> Layla. No time is a That's good not, no. Time. That's not no, Layla. No, no, what no. the hell? Hey. That was that's Sarah. Steve Perry. Isn't it an Eric Clapton song? Sarah. Layla was Work Eric Clapton. Work with me, people. Oh, my God. My ears it worked are on Nicole. I'm just saying. My ears You know, if you're going to pick a name, bleeding. you can't pick a name that's in a song, because now we'll spend 20 minutes of them singing. Oh. No, wait a minute. What is that song that he was saying? It was Sarah. Sherry? Sarah. 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 Yeah, Sarah. Hello. No, her name's not Sarah, it's Layla. Uh. Yeah, but Bill was singing the wrong song. <laughs> I was singing the right not song. That that, thank you. No, no, no. It Layla goes, the... Layla! And then Sarah goes, Got Sarah! It's different. Can't you tell the difference, Bill? <laughs> no. no. Not, not, not at all. 
So, what's happening in the world of War... Well, wait a minute. We're not talking about World of Warcraft. Visit us on the net at www.taverncast.com uh, if you'd like to be on the show, and we'd love you to be on the show. Throw us a story, um, ask us a question, complain that we suck. Um, we whining. Love too, whining actually. works really well, too. I like whining. We love whining. Whining is really good. Call and just tell us that we're the worst show ever. Um, I particularly we'll like those calls. I particularly like whining in foreign languages. So if you are fluent in another language and you can <laughs> whine to us in that language, especially Esperanto. Yes, please do so. <laughs> Dead languages are the best. Give us or a call. That clicking language that the Bushmen use. <laughs> Thank you. What? What? <laughs> Translation: You guys suck. <laughs> Asian Bushmen. Is that what that was? Asian Bushman. Did I say Asian? No, Bushman of Mongolia. That was, that was what Bill was doing, though. It was a combination of, like, Taiwanese and, like, the pastoral Maasai of the Great. southern so Kenya. Now, now we've offended the Chinese and the Bushmen. Yeah. No, Taiwanese. I, I, Taiwan is not China. Doing. Sorry, I haven't seen very, Gods Must Be Crazy that. in 20 years. i got to watch it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> That number is 734-418-8727. Yes, again, that number is 734-418-8727. Call now. Yes, right now. Do it. Do it now. You want to. I like how you sped up your voice a little bit to sound more like radio. Because they do that, don't they? Like real radio announcers. Mm-hmm. They they talk real slow. And then they go really fast and talk so excited. And then go way back down. It's really about speeding up and slowing down. That is the trick to excellency in radio broadcasting. So um, we're clearly not no. talking about um, World of Warcraft. This, Anything in this podcast? We've already gotten uh, some people who are like, are, "Are you stopping the World of Warcraft thing? Are you not going to talk about it?" Um, and I thought we made that clear last time that we weren't going to do it, but I think people thought we were kidding. Hey, everybody, we're not talking about <laughs> World of Warcraft. That's great, thank you. Okay, well, so unless, now what about now, it? May it may come up. It may come up, and I think that we'll spend a lot of time mocking the game culture because we we always do that because we've always done that. <laughs> but I mean, if Actually, nobody's say, even when we did Warcraft. It may come up was a pretty good accurate, you know, pretty good uh, summation of our show. Actually, there's something you guys Even probably we're talking about. Warcraft. There's something you guys probably should know is that um, it was brought to my attention today that on MMO-Champion.com they're releasing the next <laughs> new wow. event in um, in World of Warcraft is the Brewfest to coinc- to uh, coincide with um, Oktoberfest. Which includes if you get hmm. drunk enough, you'll go to certain areas in the world, and um, NPCs will turn into gnomes in leather bondage suits. Kid you not? What? Whoa! Yes. Uh, <laughs> wow! Yes. I mean, that happened in my dreams, but I didn't know it would be. <laughs> I don't know. That, that could tempt you back into the game. Yeah. Anyway, beer goggles. Oh, beer like goggles you can have for a week in the whole nine yards. So anyway, I kind of like how you started wow. up the whole conversation. I got to try that with just random That's conversations this week. <laughs> so you just, I just want to walk into work this week and be like, "Hey, Bob, how you doing? How's your weekend? <laughs> good, good. So did you yeah. hear about? <laughs> so I was on mmo-champion.com <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> I was trying to make uh, it so there was an accurate web I gotta web go over here and ab- an accurate URL because you know if you type in MMO Champion you're probably gonna get some softcore porn site and I don't want to direct <laughs> our people to softcore porn so I was on MMO hyphen champion Friday night looking for a date <laughs> and I saw uh, Lieutenant Yar yes. <laughs> no man <what>? a bondage <laughs> I like beer cause it is good I drink beer because I should if there a song to sing. I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad. Cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say. So let's go drink beer. So what, what are we drinking? Are we drinking this week? <laughs> this week? Mm. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's some. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Let's go drink some beer. 
as you can hear by the bottles, uh, <laughs> we are drinking Harvest Moon Pumpkin Ale. That's pretty good. Didn't we drink Very this? appropriate for fall. Didn't we drink this already? Wait, the last pumpkin ale we had, that was like Ichabod something pumpkin ale, Yeah, that was ale, right? a different one. This is by the same people who do Blue Moon. Mm. Isn't that a Miller Blue product? Uh, I don't know. You saw me standing with Lola. Layla. 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 Layla, By the way, um, Sarah. Yeah, we've heard- Lola's a different song altogether, Bill. With some pumpkin ale. Oh, wait a minute. So drinks and stuff are good, but who is Layla? Why is she on the show? Yeah. Speak for yourself. Speak now. I'm not sure. I just showed up. <laughs> she was just some random person wandering down the street. <laughs> hey, you want some pumpkin ale? Come on in here and talk on my radio show. <laughs> hey, we've got a podcast that really Come sucks. On, it's 11 in the morning. You want some beer? <laughs> he lured me with Casey. It's actually my sister. <laughs> Yay, Crumley's sister. No, don't believe him. <laughs> Layla, are you aware of... Um, well, you need a forum account first, because what's going to happen with you is that uh, the second the... the uh, the people hear another female voice on the show. Trust it's going to be like, pictures. Eric's sister sounds hot. Trust Does she me. have pictures? Mm-hmm. See some pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll send them some of Stubby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whoa. Hang on now. <laughs> I like it. Right. Writing this down. Layla's going to post Layla and pictures Stubby. Okay. of Stubby. Mm-hmm. Check. I can just see the Google searches flying. Yeah, Stubby, Tavern Cast, Layla. Layla. I wonder what you come up with. Hot picks. Is- is she the same girl who was Carg Lover? You know, I just no. want to clear the clear the air about Carg Lover too. We've done uh, thirty three shows without telling you the truth, so let's tell you the truth about Carg Lover. Sorted truth. She's real. Carg Lover is the real deal. She is a certifiable, one hundred percent real person, human being. Oh, Carg. Carg Lover. Yes. yes. And it, it, she's real. She she's not affiliated. Leila and I both know her. Yes. I know her. She's not one. Yeah, and you all know her. Yeah, we all know. Well, except Bill. Not me. I don't know anybody. Well, well, you weren't on the show then. I live in a cave. She she literally came on the show that day, and that's who Carg Lover is. So that it's true. I don't believe it. Carg Lover. The uh, the yeah, I think people thought she was like a robot or something. (laughs) Or me throwing my voice. Beerbot is a robot. I don't think I could get my voice as high as Carg Lover. She's got a whole different. Well, plus you guys are talking at the same time. I know. Tricky for us to do. I can't throw my voice that well. All right, so, um, hey, uh, Pumpkin Ale, cheers, and let's get on to the rest of the show. Cheers! Ooh, that sounded expensive. Visit Taverncast online at www.taverncast.com. If you'd like to contribute to the show and gain access to over 10 hours of special subscriber content, just click on the Support Taverncast button on the main page. If you'd like to be on the show, send us a story, ask a question, or complain that we're the worst bloody podcast on the planet, just call our Skype line direct at 734-418-8727. Now, back to the show. through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. So, everybody, it's been, it's been quite a week. We have less to talk about than what we did the last nine months. Oh, man. Last weekend was uh, my wife's high school reunion, which are interesting events. If anybody's been, ever been to their high school reunion, you never know what to involve, you know, what it's going to involve. So it... Um, 
there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of stress going into it. Now, with the modern age, everybody's emailing, oh, did you hear who's now 3,000 pounds? You know, all this sort of stuff. (laughs) So my wife was very nervous, and of course she had to pick out a new dress, and I had to go get, you know, nothing done. And so we got together, and I took her, and she was very nervous. And my philosophy on these things is never go to them um, either, uh, you know, either hungry or sober. So I took her out for... Uh, I thought that was your philosophy on everything. It is pretty much, yeah. It Never certainly is for Tavern Cast. It's my philosophy on work. <laughs> yeah. I built it. Do you normally have a three martini lunch? Absolutely. I don't come back from lunch. <laughs> and breakfast. Right. So uh, I took her out for sushi beforehand. We sat there and she had a couple of beers and, you know, some sushi. And so it was great because the last thing you want to do is go in there and be worried about, oh, my God, where's the food? I'm so hungry. Oh, hey, how are you? So, um... <laughs> we ended up going there, and it was fine, of course. And everybody looked... It was, it was funny. that You wear these uh, name tags, and they're pre-printed, and they have your picture from when you were you know, 18 and, and a senior <laughs> in high school. And you, it's, it's wild, because you see the young version of that person, then you see the older version of that person, and how people have changed, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I, I didn't know anybody, so I was just sitting there talking to people's spouses and you know watching people get drunk and pretty much laughing and having a good time um, in a, my normal snarky way. So I went over to, uh, about halfway through it though, I started to get a little bit bored. So I went over to the table where they had the name tags, and there were some high school kids manning the table, and I was talking them up because uh, it, our local high school, they've got like this pool project, and they're trying to upgrade it, and I played water polo in high school. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I used to play water polo, and you guys would kick our ass, and blah, blah, blah. And they were laughing, and, you know, not at, more at me than with me. So, but at the end of it, though, I said, hey, um, do you think I could get one of these name tags? And they looked at me, and they're like, sure, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> so, so I'm like, is there anybody that people have been asking for more than anybody else? I go, yeah, this guy. You totally want this guy. So... <laughs> So, oh, I grabbed no. this, so I grabbed this guy's name tag. This guy's name is uh, like Aaron Gerowitz or something like that, right? And I put the I put the name tag on. I swear to God, as soon as I put the name tag on, I turn around. There's like this whole group of like surfer guys. The one guy goes, Aaron. I'm like, hey. He's like, hey, buddy. He, I told him what up. He's like, dude, you've changed, man. He goes, you don't look the same at all. And he's looking at my name tag. They look at my face. He goes, but better though. You look really good. I'm like, thanks. He goes, you used to be really tan. I'm like, oh, you know, melanoma, you got to stay out of that. He's like, yeah, yeah. And there's this girl that comes up. She kind of gives me this quizzical look. She's like, Aaron? I'm like, hey. She goes, oh, my gosh. I go, hey, remember you and I? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, go on. All these guys. It was, seriously, it was hilarious. The one guy. Oh, it's like an episode God. of Seinfeld or something. Finally, I say to the one guy, I go, look, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass you, but I'm not actually Aaron. The guy's like, no way. You totally had me going. Hey, come here and check it out. It's Aaron. And so for the whole night, he was introducing me to all these people as Aaron Gurowitz or whatever. It was hysterical. People were like, dude, Aaron Gurowitz was like the most loved or the most hated guy I found out in the entire high school because I would, (laughs) this one girl comes up to me. She's like, you're not Aaron Gurowitz. I'm like, no, no. She's like, Aaron Gurowitz is a jerk. I'm like, don't slap me. And so, because remember, I'm not him so i'm walking around and there's a, you know these groups of people and as i'm walking by they're like, they give me these sideways glances and i hear the word Aaron, you know like this sort of thing and i kind of <laughs> look at them i give them a wink and a smile and they they look away and so i, I i'm like i'm sitting there at the like at the bathroom and i'm washing my hands and I, this guy comes over and washes his hands in the sink next to mine and, he, and I just hear this, you're not Aaron Gerowitz. I'm like, no, no, you got me. He's like, I know Aaron Gerowitz for 30 years, and he's an investment banker and thinks he's too good to come to these things. So I'm like, oh, well, he's like, so good for you. Keep it up. And so now there's like, you know, at the end of the thing, some, they had a photographer going around taking pictures of everybody, and there's some kind of a web page somewhere, and there's a picture of me, like, given like kind of an open arm smile, like kind of a snarky smile, and it's got this big Aaron Gerowitz picture right on, you know, prominently displayed on my chest so nice the rumors how'd your wife feel about being married to aaron gurowitz for a night she thought it was hilarious fortunately that could see (laughs) it could have gone one of two ways because i was um there were copious amounts of cosmopolitans flowing so at the time it was a great (laughs) idea but you never know if it's a good idea the next morning next morning i'm like hey um oh you'll know next morning uh, yeah not till next morning honey um remember when i did the whole aaron gurowitz thing is that you know funny and she's like oh that was great i'm like (laughs) 
Boy, not that boy. Little late to ask that question, don't you think? Yeah, Next morning. You know, I normally you think don't... you should get clearance for flight before you take off? <laughs> See, I, uh, I, I am of the position that it is better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my life's credo. <laughs> Otherwise, too many great opportunities are missed. Yeah, what would you have done if your wife turned around and said, Yeah, I loved Aaron Ger- Gerwitz. That was a great relationship from our junior year <laughs> to our senior year. And you're like, Don't! I always wondered what happened to that There guy. was a girl that was kind of... It, there was. It's funny you mentioned that because there was a girl that you know beckoned me over to sit next to her. And I said, and she knew who I who I really am. And so she, said, so she goes, oh, let me introduce you to so-and-so. And there was this other guy sitting there. And I'm like, hi, how are you? And she goes, my husband and Bill's wife went to the senior prom together. And I go, and, and I just kind of like, mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, you knew that, right, Bill? You know, and I don't know if she wanted to make me feel uncomfortable or something like that. And I go, I go, I look at the guy, I go, yeah. And not by coincidence, she and Aaron Gurowitz went to the senior prom together, too. So it was kind of a remarkable coincidence. Okay, very confused. Very confused, Lux. I'm still confused. No, when I was in college, I worked for a company that did uh, high school reunions. I uh, shot them on video and, and would produce like a tape of the, the weekend's events and then, you know, sell it to the people who who, um, who showed up. I think that's called and, blackmail. Um, yeah, dude, you have no idea. The, the amount of crazy stuff that went on at high school reunions far exceeds any other event I've ever recorded. And it, it always would get worse um, if, with each decade more that was added to the equation. So, like, the 10-year high school reunion was pretty sedate. And you'd figure that one would be crazy because everybody's in college and they're just going to be nuts. No, not so much. The ones that were usually the worst were the 20- and 30-year high school reunions. Really? Those people. You know the 50-year reunions? Let's cut some crazy <laughs> rugs. People dying. Dude. 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 Clothes were coming off left and right. Wow. I mean, there was there was freaky partying going on. There were like you know five or six people going up to do a room together. Um, Jeez. It, 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 Did you take the video camera bottles. there too? Uh, I think you should point out where you lived at the time. Uh, Miami, Florida. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> that might have something to do with it, dude. It, it was it was crazy. So I can totally believe your story, and I'm surprised that for Southern California, it didn't get a little bit more crazy than that. It was a 20 year or 30 year. A 20? No, no, 20 year. It's something else, man. People, um, uh, gym people. That's all I'm saying. Gym, diet and exercise, because <laughs> otherwise, you do not let yourself go. That's all I'm saying. I'll just leave it at that. Or I've don't decided, go to high school reunions. I've decided for uh, whenever I decide to go to one of my high school reunions, the 20 years already passed. So whatever the next one is. Or no, the, the 10 20, year. I'm sorry, the 10 year. Right. Duh. The, the 20 years coming up. But um, uh, <laughs> no, I just want to go and be like, were. be like, uh, yeah, you know, I worked at some um, local McDonald's for about 15 years uh, <laughs> as a junior fry assistant. And then I finally got a job a as an assistant trash assistant. unloader in the uh, local no, no, sanitation you should go. services. And just you should go and like, try and oh. like steal the plot from Gross Point High and see how far you get with it. Right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what was the plot of Gross Point High? Well, the guy's a hitman. Oh, this is Gross, Gross Point Blank. Blank. Hitman for the past. Gross Point Blank. Gross Point That's Blank. what it was. I try to remember the whole name of it. People wanted to know about your life I would have called you on the phone I would have let my fingers do the walking If you wanted to prove you still had hair I'm sorry, I don't care Hope my ambivalence doesn't disappoint you I find myself asking why I even came I'm choking on my answers That now's the same But here I am At my high school reunion What did you do this week, Kern Kater? <laughs> what did I do this week? As many of you know, I'm I'm a nurse and I work mm. in an emergency room. Mm-hmm. And I found really I found it really fascinating that um, it, about two to three months ago there was a story about King Drew Hospital down in L.A. And I'm sure those of you who live down in Southern California, those of you who pay any attention to the news, know what I'm talking about about the woman who who died in the ER waiting to be treated. Um, Wait a minute, King Drew? Yeah, I've never heard it, of it. King Drew. Like it's King? King hyphen, King, of king what? slash Drew. 
hospital. Drew. Drew. It, it was yeah, supposed, sounds like a LARPer. Stop. No, yeah, exactly. it was it was associated with Martin Luther King, and then Drew was the hospital that or the uh, university that was next door. They used to have him. Oh, this is like one of those hmm. names of women who don't want to fully get married. So King hyphen Drew. Actually, it was King. Uh, it was King <laughs> slash Drew. <laughs> oh, I see. It's not well, like now we've offended a whole other group. <laughs> it's not like King Philip or Prince William or King Drew. <laughs> I'm Henry the It's a ho- I am Henry It's a hospital that has a confused name King about its own identity. Well, getting past the whole name game thing. Um, <laughs> We're making good progress right, here. Right. The whole point I of like my story show. was that, that there was a woman that came into the emergency room and begged to be seen, and people just walked over her, and she ended up dying in the lobby. Wow. Did they um, crush her? No, she ended up bleeding to death. <laughs> she had, a, I think, an appendicitis that burst. But she was oh a known God. person to the ER. They had seen her and treated her many times. And they ended up calling <laughs> the police to take her to jail to remove her from the premises. And she died on either in route or out of the car or something like that. Anyway, my... Oh, that's terrible. Oops. Well, you know, it, coming from somebody who's who's a medical professional, I, I have to say that I... I do see people that abuse the ERs on a regular basis. I'm not saying that what the ER did was right. right. Um, I'm not saying that um, ignoring patients is right at all. But what I'm saying is, is that it does not surprise me that... A hospital would take that kind of a stance necessarily with someone who's a, who exhibits that kind of like kind of repeated behavior. Should they have checked her out? Sure, they should have. And actually, what the what the shocking thing was was that that hospital ended up having major major violations to the point where JCO, which is the Joint Commission um, for Hospital Accreditation, actually pulled their accreditation to the hospital. And the hospital's closing. Nice. They had all their nurses take basic exams, and I think something like 70% of them couldn't pass basic medication exams. <laughs> and how does that happen? How does that, you know, what is it, what's, the, what's behind that? And this was, a ma- this was a hospital that was serving a lot of the inner city urban folks. So I guess I want, I want to make sure that I understand something. Yes. The, the woman who died there was a frequent flyer, right? So she was abusing the system. I, so she would come in like two or three times a week complaining about, I've got a headache. Can I have Vicodin? Well, is that what you're talking about? What, <laughs> what I'm saying is, according to the story, the, what, the story that I read, she had been seen at that same ER for that same complaint a couple of times previously in the week. Um, a couple of times, and what the ner- what the quote from the nurse was was, "We've already seen you and treated you. There's nothing more we can do for you." And had her wait in the waiting room. So this was a situation of people like medical staff that weren't adequately trained. Yeah, so she just, she the, died of what just, she was treated for, right? Which was yeah. appendicitis, which doesn't seem very so apparently they didn't rare. get the right appendicitis or bowel, some kind of bowel explosion or something. Yes, yeah, but what I, what I'm trying to clear up is that she isn't one of these like drug seekers or something, right? I, she wasn't like a drug seeker that was abusing the system for months before she came in with a legitimate problem. That I don't know. They didn't give that much information about it. Um, and, of course, all of the coverage of her and her family has been of this woman who was, you know, mistreated by the system. And I'm not about to say that that she, I mean, she didn't deserve to die in, in the lobby of the ER. And should she have had medical treatment? Of course she should have. And was I there? Absolutely not. What I find fascinating is that is that there's this major uproar of what should have been done for the ER. And people don't understand that in emergency rooms, they're all understaffed. We, we are on a national nursing shortage. We don't have the staff that we need to, to treat everyone as immediately as they want it. You know what? If you have a, a cold, you know what? Take some cold medicine. Call your doctor. Mm-hmm. Don't run to the ER and get pissed off when you've got to wait for five hours because you have a sniffle. Well, oh, but hold know. on for a sec, though, dude. I mean, like... Dude. If she had appendicitis, <laughs> whoa, dude! Come on, dude! He is on the sucks. west coast now. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that appendicitis should have waited. I'm not saying anything about criticizing or upholding the care that she got. I'm making a sweeping generalization about. Um, the use of emergency rooms because they should be for emergencies. They should be for emergencies. <laughs> you're they saying be for they're primary care. You're saying it's overcrowded <clears throat> because people who don't have life-threatening emergencies go to the emergency room. That's correct. But how? Well, and it's understaffed, and then it also is, is staffed apparently with people who failed. Seventy percent of them failed the whatever test you at said. At this it was. particular hospital, <laughs> not at, not yeah, at, not so at I, other it, hospitals. It's easy to see how somebody might come in with appendicitis and get diagnosed or something. So why didn't she have her own doctor? She probably couldn't afford it. A lot it. of the people, at least a lot of the people that I see that use the ER as their primary care doctors don't 
either don't have insurance, so they can't afford a regular doctor. Um, and some plans actually don't don't have primary physicians either. If you're on a PPO, a lot of times you just go yeah. when you go. So that's how I am. But I know there are a lot of folks that say are on the Medicaid program or whatever that they just go to the local clinic and they don't necessarily have a specific doctor they see, or people that just go for years and years and years and they never see a doctor. Well, you know, the, it raises an interest, a couple of interesting points. I mean, one, I'm not sure exactly how people can self-police for something that they're not educated on. So, for True. instance, you know, you've got like your basic health classes everybody takes in high school and grade school and whatever, but they don't exactly teach you how to treat yourself if you've got the sniffles or the difference between a cold and pneumonia, which is, you know, one you'll get over in a week and one you'll be dead in a week. True. But the other issue I think that comes up is now everybody's talking again about socialized medicine. I mean, Hillary Clinton, when she was first lady, that was her big thing. Every first lady kind of has to have their big thing. Some of them take, you know, like literacy is a big thing. Some of them, like Nancy Reagan's is famous uh, for just say no, you know, regarding drugs. Mm-hmm. And Hillary, Hillary, though, tried to take one that was really meaty, tried to take, take on the whole medical um, institution and have socialized medicine so everybody could have medicine. Um, for free, and there wasn't, there wouldn't be essentially insurance or whatever the issues of a plan were, and it, and it failed miserably <laughs> because I mean it, it just didn't, it didn't work, and so you know it was essentially tabled for many, many years. But now it seems to be coming up again. So being in the medical, I have a ton of opinions on it being outside of the medical profession, mm-hmm. but current being in the medical mm. profession, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I think that there are a lot of facets to it that are positive, and there are a lot that are negative. I think my my first gut reaction thought is that it, it's not going to work in this country. And the reason is we're a first world country that focuses on I want what I want and I want it now. And in <laughs> a in a socialized medicine setting, you know what? That's not going to happen. Not to mention the fact that there is an inordinate number of people in this country that are overweight and obese and their medical problems, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol, um, et cetera, and so forth, is just skyrocketing. And there's no way that we could possibly treat all these people with the medical professionals we have now. We just don't have enough. So to think that making medicine some kind of socialized thing, some kind of governmentally regulated thing, like we need some one more thing for the government to have their fingers in, thank you very much, is going to make it all better. It's not. And that's my unadulterated opinion. You know, one of the things that strikes me is that whenever I go to a governmental agency, like the post office or the DMV, mm-hmm. I think, what would it be like if I went to, instead of mailing a letter or renewing my driver's license, what if I went in there because, you know, I had a gaping head wound or, uh, <laughs> you know, I had, uh, I could hardly breathe because my lungs were filled up with, you know, God knows what. Beer. And then I had to stand in a giant line <laughs> and wait till I got to the front. And, and granted, it's better than, it's better than nothing. But the government, to me, just doesn't seem to run things very well. Mm-hmm. Although I, will, I yeah. will say, though, that I have had the single best customer service experience that I've ever had in my life was when I was dealing with the IRS. Their customer wow, service. Really? Oh my God! Their customer service. Wow. Somebody's trying so to get maybe around. We can give it over to. No, them. no, no. Somebody's no. trying to get around an audit. <laughs> I love the. Hey, I love the IRS. My, it's a ways till April fifteenth. My social security you know, I, number I tend is. To, uh, I, I agree with that assessment of the IRS. In fact, I mean, when I think of customer service and when I think of a good experience, period, actually better than sex. IRS. <laughs> I mean, three. It doesn't get any better. Please don't audit me. <laughs> God bless you tax collectors. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Seriously, though, I really did have a good experience with the IRS. <laughs> anyway, so that, that's, that was what I've been thinking about this week. Such is the way of the world You can never know Just what I put all your faith And how will it grow Gonna rise up I caught this show this week called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm. <laughs> Did you fail? Dude. <laughs> Miserably. <laughs> no. Questions but, are hard. They the are. Book. Okay, so the, the premise of the show is that you it's like it's like who wants to be a millionaire kind of thing. Except humiliating. Um, 
and and <laughs> yeah, and no but, money. But you get paired up with this fifth grader who they basically you get asked a question and then the fifth grader will answer it and you choose whether or not you want to believe what the fifth grader says is true. And the one of the questions this dude got asked was so it's um, just true or false, man. Come on. Well, no, he no, he had bombed out on too. some geography question that I I didn't hear. The next question he was asked was uh, about the Great Lakes, and it was which Great Lake uh, is the easternmost Great Lake. Tell me, now, give me that one. Of course. And so I'm sitting there. He says, uh, Lake Erie. And you look at the, the fifth grader, and she's like, no, 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 not the right lake, not the right lake. And the guy's like, I'm going to go with Erie, Lake Erie. And he loses like $5,000. And I'm like, wait a minute. How, how do you not know that? I don't know. How, do you, how are you from America and you don't know that? I don't know that. It'd be, be like, what's the largest body <laughs> of Bill. freestanding yeah. water in the United States? Yeah, um, Great Salt Lake? I mean, I went to like know? twenty years of school. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't know what's the western, eastern most lake. You really don't. No, I swear to God. I don't. Well, you're from give Michigan. It, no, give it. No, give it a stab. You're, give it a stab. No, Erie is the. You already know it's not Lake Erie. I think it through. I think it through, and tell me which one it is. I could not name for you all of the Great Lakes. There, try. Like, I bet you. There's can. like Lake Michigan, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And there's Lake. <laughs> it's er- a safe bet. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's Lake Erie. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And there's the. Um, uh, Lake Hudson? <laughs> uh, no. no, there's Hudson. Start, there's start no with an H. That's, that's in Canada. Start that's with an in H. Canada. Uh, it's probably Lake Hudson somewhere. Lake, uh, I'm trying. I'm thinking. It's not Huron. It's yeah. Uh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's a third one. There you, go. you got. You got one more. There's two you more. Got one more. See? Well, well, he, you don't he even know. Ha! <laughs> there are two more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot the other great lake. Not minor lake. Not okay lake. Not mediocre lake. But great lake. How could you forget how many great lakes there are? Sorry, for some reason I thought he covered the uh, the big one to the north. Yeah. I thought I thought I. Yeah. What is the big one to the north? Yeah, let's see. The uh, what could? What are? Yeah, the, whatever. Uh, hold on, I've almost maps.google.com. Bill, go for it. I had I had had a point with this uh, with this entire it. thing about um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And I was going to make a point that what kind of idiots do and we find to play are, this but, game show? Mm-hmm. But I think we just found one right here. Yeah. Ooh, well, and, burn. Uh, ooh, wow. Well, that's harsh. Burn. The, burn. Um, but now you're gonna make him cry. Well, I think that knowing the Great Lakes is a local point of interest. I'm not sure it is a national point of interest. Actually, as a point of reference, um, most of the water that gets sent to Nevada and Arizona comes from um, Lake Michigan. I think that's right. Hello. Really? Yes, it actually is a pretty poignant piece. Of yeah, but I mean, it's not like this isn't like, you know, name one of the three lakes in the, you know, New York Algonquin Mountains Tri-County area. It's like <laughs> Lake Lake Minnetonka. I mean, it's like freaking the Great Lakes. They're like mini oceans. If you know where the Indian Ocean is or you can name the Dead Sea or the Red Sea or something like that, if you're over there, then you ought to be able to know where the hell the Great Lakes are in your own country. I think and the what fact they're that, called. that Bill, you're I failure. think the fact that there's some ridiculously large percentage of Americans that can't identify the United States on a map, uh, on a world map, uh, suggests that an, uh, an even larger number can't identify the Great Lakes. Yeah, Great Lakes is the least of the problem. Yeah. I mean... Well, then, so maybe that's proving my point for me. My, my point is, I mean, I'm watching this show in absolute horror going... So we're pitting adults, American adults, against American fifth graders. And on one hand, I'm like, okay, so the hope for the future is stronger than I thought it was. But the hope for the present is like, what is wrong with people? No, because it's not yeah, relevant. The kids finish well, school. In fifth, grade, you, in fifth grade, they teach you something. They say, okay, class, today we're going to learn about the Great Lakes. The greatest of the Great Lakes is great is Lake Michigan. It is ten billion gallons full. It is deeper than the sea. It is you know <laughs> they give you all these facts, right? And then they say those are good facts. And then they deeper say at the end of the, the week we're going to be having a test on the Great Lakes. So they go home and they study yeah. and then they take the test and then I guarantee you by the end of the school year, unless you're some kind of a final, they'll forget it. So then you fast forward twenty, thirty years. So you're pitting a uh, you know a fifth grade exactly. fifth grader against a thirty something year old. There's no way the thirty something year old remembers all those facts regarding the, especially the location of each of the Great Lakes relative to each other because it's not relevant on a daily basis, especially if they're not from Michigan or the surrounding states. Mm-hmm. 
I've talked to people that don't know what states surround the state they live in. See? It's pretty sad. That is sad. So, uh, Bryce, <laughs> or, or, or uh, Eloy, what states surround California? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Uh-huh. Nevada. Arizona. Mexico. That is not a state. Wrong! Wrong! What's a country? I'm just throw. I'm just throwing it in there. Just throwing it in there. Just for completeness. Uh-huh. Completeness. Um, completification. I asked my two-year-old how many fingers she said. How many fingers she had, and she said, one, two, three, four, one thumb. See, so she is smarter <laughs> than you because she said she had four fingers and a thumb. You should put her on the show. Is she missing a hand? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You never know with Bill's case. Actually, or... yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's a tra- right, and a tragic accident. Happen. Thanks for bringing that up. We cry about it daily. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask about the eyes. Way to go, Layla. Yeah, good job, Lola. <laughs> <laughs> salt wound salt wound <laughs> it burns it burns lemon juice lemon juice lemon juice lemon juice dude wait dude is your daughter like michael kane in that movie the hand was she like in a car and had her hand like out in the breeze and then another car came by and took her hand off and now her hand's alive and like chasing her down because that might be kind of cool. this movie, is michael you know, kane i have the most interesting english <laughs> accent in the entire face of the planet yeah, so no, just so you know, Layla, this is how Taverncast works. Michael. Somebody says something, Michael you, re- you know, ties it to some obscure movie that no one's ever heard of, and then Bill does an accent. <laughs> it that's works. Our, that's our formula. Don't right deviate there. from the formula. <laughs> that's true. Wait, can we can we make this into some that. sort of like a Pearl script for the internet that can like generate <laughs> random Taverncast shows? It's just it's it's I, just I, a I complete loop of win. That's Trek what they would be. <laughs> So, Cromley, how was your week? Uh, my week was actually fine, um, although I thought I would tell the story of the uh, the washing machine story. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Layla was there who saw, and she saw it. So Layla. this is a condo that we've been trying to sell off and on for the last, Crumley's I don't know, underwear. three years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've had everything go wrong with this place from broken furnaces. before to... I went in the washer. <laughs> now look at me. <laughs> to, to exploded water pipes. And the latest thing was last weekend, or two weekends ago, we went up there to uh, check on the place and, and clean some stuff up. And my mom happened to open up the washing machine, and it had this, like, angry dark brown ooze up to the top. Oh, dark brown? wonderful scent. Oh. Dark brown? Dark brown. In fact... Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm having a complete disconnect because when my mind, I had up to this point pictured the color of being like some off cream or maybe vanilla, oh, but dark no, brown? No. That ruins brown. everything. You know what it reminded me of when I saw it was if you've ever seen documentaries and stuff about Hurricane Katrina and the flood water, that's oh. what it reminded me of. It was, oh, and it smelled about that. the same, I imagine. It was nasty. And so we just looked at it, and we didn't know what to do about it, and uh, how it had even happened. And it even looked—I mean, it looked like it was solid. It looked like it was like like Jello or yeah. something. Yeah. And, yeah. It is the blob. So eventually, we got like some sticks oh and started God. poking it. Did it call you master? And the skin master. on the top of the water just kind of <laughs> had a skin on the top of the water. Oh my Exactly. <laughs> what so did it smell like? No, yeah, oh, it smelled only, like only men. No, no, stop. Only men go. Ooh, I can't smell even describe this. how. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, don't describe. No, I want to know. Yeah, Shut my up. wife I never know does what that. It smelled that was like. <laughs> All I could say is Layla couldn't even stay in the basement. Yeah. Layla, Layla, bad. what did it smell like? Tell mortal. the truth. It smelled kind of like. Um, oh God. I don't know. Aged. Something very rotten. Aged ass. Water. I don't know. <laughs> it smelled like something you won't smell very often, hopefully. I was going to say, I can't, I don't think I've ever smelled it before. So 
So anyways, so we started poking the monster and it had this nasty skin on it. We ran, we actually ran, we were worried about running the washing machine because we were worried that it might spray all over us. Wait, didn't you, didn't you ever see Alien? I mean, you don't poke the skin. The skin is what covers the membrane of the egg. <laughs> and if you break the like membrane, membrane that's what right mom the, Yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> oh, of us were standing around with knives and pitchforks. We're all going to die, man. We're all going to die. Game over. Game over, man. Game over. So, uh, so eventually we ran it, it, it drained it, and we found clothes in the bottom of it. And we figured these clothes must date back from before last winter. Oh. So. A year. Nine months, a year. Oh. I've been sitting in there. You know, there is no hermetic seal on a washing machine, so oh, the smell must have wafted out of the top of that somewhere. Oh, especially when we emptied it. Oh, yeah, well, actually, none of us really noticed it, though, until we mom happened to open it. So that that's the weird thing about it is that, I mean, it's not like the whole place was stinking, which would explain why it hadn't sold. That's that because the of the protective membrane the that was skin, concealing the, the membrane. The skin kept in the smell. So well, that was nice. Yeah, it was delightful. You know, so we we dumped it and ran bleach through it and all kinds of stuff, and now it's it's good enough that we can sell it. Yeah, right. I think it's really nice though that you freaking washed it and dumped so all. So if anyone of it, wants to buy a the, condo, you dumped the living organism portion of it no. back into the sewer so that we can start the B horror movie. Because that's oh, where it is now. It's like down in the sewer. Yeah. It'll just grow. Exactly. We did a good thing for it. And, and to tie this in with our previous segment, um, it probably has made its way into the Lake Great Lakes by <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Michigan after the, the Great thing, Lake that shall not be named. The only thing that could actually save the world from Cromley's underwear is the new Peruvian superhero. <laughs> That are that are sure to come out of uh, Peru. the crater. I was just wondering if we could somehow tie the the Peruvian meteorite sickness into Cromley's washing machine. See, That's I think exactly what I was. Thinking. Those Peruvian guys who are getting sick. Uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. You know, there's like, if I were there and I were Peruvian, I'd be like sitting right there on top of the meteor, trying to breathe in that sucker to get as much superpowers as possible. And be like, okay, so so that people so that so people know who may not know. <laughs> get away! Get away from my meteor! I can feel the power. <coughs> I can feel the power. The power of coffee. Peruvian coffee is the finest superhero coffee you can make. It is short. <laughs> and you would make, like, superhero coffee, and you'd pour it on Cromley's underwear, and you're like, no. What do you <laughs> You know what's really frightening about all this is that it's, like, 9 a.m. out there on a Sunday, and Bill can do this. That's just frightening. <laughs> yeah, it is frightening. Actually, I was thinking that it would be cooler actually to have a sidekick that would be the Peruvian super sidekick. So I, if I was like one, if I was one, I would bring my burrow and expose my burrow to the meteorite uh, uh, please, vapors. Please, ah! super please do not pet the burrow. I am one, and this is Super Burrow. He's working. The Super Burrow is working. Please do not pet the burrow. See, we mean, have the makings of an incredible superhero movie right here. We've got supervillain. That's all I can say. Cromley's washing machine, you know, supervillain. Yeah. Call call Michael um, Bay. Get him on the and phone. And the Justice League of Peru. I mean, who knew yeah. the Justice League were going to come right out of Peru? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, Superman would just have like a big P right on there. Peru! Ha ha! I am investing now in the Peruvian... Whatever their economic currency is, because the they are going to be the new market. super dominant super nation.
listening to this episode of TavernCast. We've had a great time giving you, uh, hopefully, a number of lessons. Shut up! Shut up now! Get back in your cage! Hello, this is Don Jose, Peruvian mastermind and warlord extraordinaire. <laughs> that is my burro. Shut up over there, burro. You think you can run at the speed of light, but you only run half the speed of light. Go sit on that meteor more and suck in that gas. Wait, 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 wait. The burro runs at the speed of light? Absolutely. Absolutely. He runs at the speed of light. What kind yeah. of a superpower do you think he needs to have? What, what exactly do you do? Super over there in the periphery with the dinosaurs running at the speed of light. That's right. You've got it now. The utility of a Suburo that runs at the speed of light is I get to sit on it and he vanishes. <laughs> directly from underneath me. He just vanishes because I can't hold on to the goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, I'm done, Jose. The Peruvian overlord mastermind extraordinaire coming to you to wrap up Tavancast and get rid of Crumley's underwear. I'm not gone. <laughs> yes, you are. Shut up over there in the corner. Sporo, take care of him now. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for calling Taverncast. If you want to leave us a voicemail, please go ahead and do so at some random number that I can't be bothered with remembering. But give us your stories, your criticisms, your praise, and most importantly, your money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I just want to make Thank sure I understand this. So if the burrow disappears at some point and never, never comes back, the reason it's disappeared is that it actually accelerated to the speed of light, found the world populated by dinosaurs, and was eaten by Velociraptor. Absolutely not. The burrow cannot be eaten by the Velociraptors. It is a super burrow with the power of a Peruvian meteorite that it is sucked in of which the gas of it can outrun the dinosaurs and Grumley's underwear and any criticisms you may have whatsoever. This is Super Burrow Extraordinaire. <laughs> the only thing you're lacking is to scream, Go! That is correct. You think I am lacking something of this nature, but I am not for Burrow is also a supreme football player for the grand champion Peru. And whenever he takes the field, he responds, and that is fantastic. Wait, is this an Italian super burro? No, it is a Peruvian. Do you know Peruvian accent? I think you do not, so you can take your criticisms and speak to the burro. And you can pick which side you want. Okay, Luigi. 734-4188-727. This has been TavernCast33. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. We hope your ears recover. Taverncast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. talk about so i can tell there there are probably no- tort reform there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you know all the torts nowadays are so flat they just don't have the they're not rising the way they used to and i really think that people like wolfgang puck and that stupid guy that yells on tv all the time they need to take the lead up at tort reform because damn it we want our desserts Y'all probably got one of them big skater eaters. Crane fly, or more commonly known as a daddy. That is not a daddy long legs. Uh, It's more commonly known as one of them goddamn skater eaters. Oh, well, well, now I understand why.
Hey, Them things are bigger than a house. I tell you what, one day I was out with my Ford no, no. pickup truck and I saw the skater eater coming right at the truck and I had to swerve left and swerve right and that damn thing took out the whole damn front of the car. You're I in the wrong. On the radiator the size of a basketball. Water and steam coming out. Damn thing was huge as Paris Hilton's black book. So that's all I'm saying right there. Skater eater. You're in the wrong country. It says this is a daddy long legs. Yeah, I know. I was down in Mexico once too. No. I was down there drinking some damn beer and there's skater eaters down in Mexico with their size of houses or Britney Spears because I ain't gonna go there. Commonly God, known damn. as a daddy long legs here in Scotland. <laughs> Will you ever lifted up one of them oh, kilts of them boys, tossing them big ass balls around on the ESPN <laughs> Super Games? Those Is guys the got other balls of daddy the size of a house. I guess it's the ah. What are you talking about? We got these dumb daddy long legs here in Scotland. Absolutely the most frightening things you have ever seen in your entire life. You think you got spiders over there? How daddy long legs fly around the house? Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Maybe if you'd all wear some god dang pants over there, you wouldn't answer. You can't have them things floating in the breeze all day long, you know what I'm saying? If you got it, flaunt it, brother. That's what I'm saying. Wait a minute, so so we've got we've got Bill doing like a Scottish, an angry drunk I think Scottish, that's supposed to be Scottish. And then you got Bryce doing the angry southern drunk. Let's do the whole show that way. <laughs> yeah. How about we not? <laughs> oh, by the way, um, and we'll edit this part out, I just want to say... Um, I totally. If you guys want to get in on this, we can do it later. But I totally want to do the uh, the smooth jazz intro to the show. Start the show without any tavern cast music, without anything, and just play like Songbird by Kenny G, and let the run for like three <laughs> minutes, and then come back in off Are you of it. Trying to drive away? Oh, absolutely! Just totally <laughs> screw with them. It just be like, be like, welcome back to tavern cast. Welcome to the all new tavern cast, where we're going to be doing contemporary light music. Right. That was a great new song by Kenny G on Love Nights. And now we've got one of my personal favorites, Zam Fear, master of the pan flute. Mm. When I hear those dulcet, I thought he was king of the pan flute. When I, when I hear those dulcet tones coming right out of those lips blowing into those holes, makes me think of... Whoa, hey. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. And now we've got a long-distance dedication from Cromley. He says, shut the f*** up, show. <laughs> okay, here, let's go, uh, just to sync it up, um, let's do A, B, C, D, and uh, just go through the alphabet in in uh, in order. Three, two, one, A, B, C. Come on, no, no. you understand what I'm saying? No. Dog, D. No. No, 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 no. Okay. I say three, two, one, countdown, and we go A, okay. B, okay. C. I want to get a sync out of okay. it. Ready? Three, two, one, A, a B, B. No, you're supposed to do it with me. Oh. When you're with your lady in front of the fireplace, there's no better language than the language of love. And I'm speaking, of course, of Vietnamese. I mean, think about it. You're with your lady friend, listen to Songbird in front of the fireplace in the fall. Reach over, put your arm right around her, slowly kiss your way up to her ear, and then you whisper to her ever so softly. Right after that, she is yours. Take that one to the bank. I can't stand this. What if we had to do a whole show like this? How did these guys do this with a straight face? <laughs> You're f-ing killing me <laughs> with this love. Sh- <laughs> God, has this show sunk to some serious depths? <laughs> Look, man, you took it here. I'm just saying. I went for a morning show. <laughs> ah, fantastic! This is, uh, this is the kind of wine that reminds me of past loves. And loves from the past. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't you? Hold on. <laughs> now here's Aloysius and Infernal Bill taking your long-distance dedications and is always loving you. This is bull****. Who writes this My God, I can't believe you're making me write this stuff. What the hell is this Three bucket of... Why are there some worms in You're on night. You're on night. Oh, Just remember, folks, you're never alone. We're here for you, loving you.
cut this shit, all right? Cut it. This shit is ridiculous. Who the fuck are these people? All the- we love you. We love you. We want to be with you. We're your friends. Like, they fucking give a shit about anybody listening to this crap. My God. Freaks. Of course you gotta drink your fucking wine to be able to listen to the goddamn shit that these people are saying. What the hell? These people are fucking idiots. I can't believe you're all fucking idiots. Who the hell does this? Look at me. Just call our Skype line direct at 734-418-27. That's wrong phone number. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I'm a bit sketchy myself, but I can't even get the phone number out right. Of course I'm going to be sketchy. Do it again. Broadcasting from the Pink Taco, worst name of a restaurant ever or best, depending upon your affiliation, it's time to drink!